Hi, my name's Madalena Kay, and I'm the host of the podcast AI and You, produced by Europod in partnership with Podium Podcast, Agence France Press, and Cora Media. In AI and You, we deal with the history of AI and how it is having an impact on our lives. From social relationships to employment, from climate change to wars and security. Is AI changing our world for the better or the worse? Come and check it out for yourself. Subscribe to AI and You wherever you listen to podcasts. So the Italy I imagine after these elections is an angry country, a poor one, and with a leadership that will certainly not nurture social peace. In fact, that is the only thing that really scares me. After a hectic electoral campaign running over the summer, this weekend, Italian citizens are called to the ballot boxes to elect a new parliament. Pundits see the far-right party, Brothers of Italy, leading the contest. And the new leadership is rising, the one of Giorgia Meloni. Should Brothers of Italy obtain most of the votes, it is likely that Giorgia Meloni will try to form a coalition government. Meloni could be the first woman leading an executive in Italy. However, the international press defined a potential victory of Giorgia Meloni as a resurgence of modern fascism in Italy. Meanwhile, only half of the electorate appears to have decided who to vote for. Today, on Europe Talks Back, the Italian elections and the rise of Giorgia Meloni. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We'll be right back. So I am Ornella, I'm 32 years old, and I was born and raised in Palermo. So I leave my condition as a 32-year-old who is trying to take part in political city life, but who is a bit, a bit disoriented at this historical moment. Ornella lives in Palermo, in the southern region of Sicily. She is just one of millions of Italian citizens who reached the appointment of the Italian elections with much skepticism. This is why she feels so undecided today. I reach these elections undecided because to date I cannot find a political party, a movement, even a smaller party that represents me, 100%. So in the end I will go and vote because I think it is the right thing to do. But I'm not so, let's say, harsh in judging those who in the end won't vote. Although Giorgia Meloni appears to attract most of the votes today, Ornella positions herself on the left. I have always been left-wing leaning, so I am undecided on who to vote for on the left. However, the Democratic Party, which tends to be my reference area, does not have strong leadership. It does not have a charismatic leader. And it does not have people that make you believe in the values of the left. Ornella argues 
that the center-left wing parties of Italy, such as the Democratic Party, she mentioned, have lost their hold on territories and ordinary citizens' lives. On top, she believes that over the past decade, the left has given away the defense of workers' rights to anti-establishment or right-wing parties, such as the Five Star Movement or the Northern League of Matteo Salvini. And today, crucially, to Giorgia Meloni's Brothers of Italy party. However, Ornella believes that the disillusion is strong not only among left-wing voters. She sees it as a general problem in Italian politics. But why is that? So, I definitely thought about it and tried to find an answer. In my opinion, there is a general decay. So, not only on the left, it is a general decay of the political debate. The roots are not so much, or not only at least, in the appearance of the five-star movement on the political scene, which has somewhat disrupted left-right bipolarism. The decay predates their arrival. For all the years in which, for example, there was Silvio Berlusconi in power, so Forza Italia from 1904 onwards, that event kind of shittled the political debate from discussing concrete issues to focusing on leaders. We asked Ornella how she would describe this electoral campaign, which ran over the summer to someone who is not from Italy. It has been an election campaign with more exasperation than normal, and this exasperation is dictated, in my opinion, both by the contingencies, because in any case we come from an epidemic, from a pandemic, we come from a time of war, there are, there's the skyrocketing inflation, the lack of work, but also just the timing played a role. So everything is in a hurry. And that's why also, in my opinion, those who shout the loudest seem to be able to establish themselves the most. So this is also how I will explain, for example, a party like Brothers of Italy, which had very low backing, is now given as the front runner in the elections. The rise of Giorgia Meloni's Brothers of Italy party must be traced back, at least, until early 2021. Until the end of the four-last Italian government, led by the Five Star Movement and the center-left-wing party, Partito Democratico. After that, a so-called national unity government ran the country, under the figure of former European Central Bank President, Mario Draghi. The man up for the task looks set to be former Central European Bank head Mario Draghi. This government was backed by most of, until then, antagonizing political parties, from the left and the right. But Giorgia Meloni's brothers of Italy. So Meloni was able to capitalize on popular resentment in light of the effects the COVID-19 pandemic and the war in Ukraine had on the Italian economy. Over the past few years, Giorgia Meloni made headlines internationally for being the Italian partner of reference of Donald Trump's former chief strategist, Steve Bannon. Also, she stands in a line with the Spanish far-right party Vox, with Marine Le Pen in France, as well as with both the Hungarian and Polish illiberal governing parties. Long story short, Giorgia Meloni is nowadays a leading figure of the internationalist far-right movement. As such, her rhetoric and politics streamlines, anti-immigration politics and nationalist worldview 
and anti-gender sentiment, mixed with a quite ambiguous, at times socialist and other times liberal agenda for the economy. Ciao ragazzi, eccomi qua. Vi do il benvenuto sul mio Crucially, the former centre-right wing and four times prime minister, Silvio Berlusconi, is also running in these elections. Pundits expect him and his party, Forza Italia, to enter into a new government led by Giorgia Meloni. The same holds true for Matteo Salvini and his Northern League party. In such a scenario, Italy would experience its first fully-fledged right-wing government in more than 10 years since the European debt crisis in 2011 struck the country. So what type of country is Italy set to become? Is it truly to experience a radical and far-right-based overturn? Ornella believes that the fact that Meloni will likely enter a coalition with two other slightly more moderate right-wing leaders, such as Berlusconi and Salvini, decreases the risks for Italy. Yet, as a citizen of southern Italy, she holds some fears. The only real fear I have, the only thing that can really change, is that there will be a social tension that has never been seen before. The narrative that the people from the north are paying for the people from the south. I mean, I don't know how real it is in numbers, right? But there is one fact. The south and the north are becoming increasingly distant. But it is not as if these issues started today, so there is too much social tension. So the Italy I imagine after these elections is an angry country, a poor one, and with a leadership that will certainly not nurture social peace. In fact, that's the only thing that really scares me. We'll be right back. Andrea Fioravanti is editor-in-chief of the Italian online and paper magazine L'Inchiesta. Andrea covers Italian and European politics and has followed the electoral campaign over the summer period. So, this is me speaking to Andrea Fioravanti. Andrea, thanks for being with us. We brought you in as an expert on Italian politics. And more specifically, we wanted to discuss with you the Italian elections which are looming and are taking place this weekend in Italy. So I'd like to start from one fact. Basically, we know that almost half of the population or a percentage which comes close to that figure does not know who to vote for today and if to vote. So I wanted to ask you, what is your explanation for that? The Italians, in my opinion, think that this election will not change the world, that all the politicians they have seen during these years are all the same. There is no new figure. Even Giorgia Meloni is not something new for the Italian public, even though she's front-runner, because people think she's the newest one, but not so new. So this general disbelief brings a lot of people to say, why I have to vote after the pandemic? And after all the crisis and the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Italians think that in this, in this particular year and decade, we are not going to change anything. So we have the same politicians, we have the same clash between populism and uh, establishment. So it's not something new. It's something that we experienced in 2018 and it is going to be repeated, even if Meloni wins or even if she loses. Listen, how would you describe this electoral campaign compared to others you have seen in the past? Uh, this type of campaign has been fast. The parties had a few weeks 
to engage the public. This particular type of electoral campaign during the summer is something unusual in Italy because we are so used to electoral campaign during the spring or the late time of the, of the spring. So basically people are on vacation. There is not a new clash or um, something that can engage the public to say, I support this against other things. People just ignore it. And that is the worst thing that can ever happen in politics. We are becoming something like the US politics. So nevertheless, we have this coverage of the Italian elections, even from abroad, which sees somehow a clear upcoming winner, which is, according to many, Giorgia Meloni. If you could sum up what the expectations are around the results in Italy. For sure, Giorgia Meloni is going to win the vote, but this doesn't mean she's going to be the prime minister for sure. What I mean is that she's going to be the first party, but with a percentage that can come from 25% to 30, 31%, which is a huge percentage. But in my opinion, she is running with two mates that don't want her to be the next premier. Uh, Silvio Berlusconi and Matteo Salvini, for different reasons, do not want her to hold on the power in the front line. Much of the European press is covering these elections in terms of the rise of neo-fascism. To what extent do you believe this is correct? This is not correct in so many ways because we in Italy are experiencing the same thing that maybe in France they are feeling with the Marine Le Pen phenomenon. I mean, I'm not denying that Giorgia Meloni is leading a neo-fascist party. I'm not denying she has a neo-fascist past because this is true. But we should see her and describe her in a different way. She's closer to the Orban view rather than some Mussolini's view. What I mean is that she's not pretending to do the fascist gesture or something silly like that, even though she has some political colleagues in their party, Brothers of Italy, who are doing these silly things but she's building the image of a very christian and conservative kind of leadership more closer to the eastern ones like the Orban ones or the polish one so i think the main misunderstanding that we see in the coverage of the european media in italy is that she's not so much like mussolini's hair but something more like the modern alt-right type of um, politician. So to sum up, she's not like a stereotype of, of fascism. She's like the modern and brutal version of what is an extreme right in Europe. But how would you explain to someone who is not Italian the sudden rise of Giorgia Meloni? She basically has not been in government, never. The last time and the only time she was in the government was in 2011. So we're talking about 11 years ago. So Italians uh, do not remember her in government. And she's the only one of the older contenders who has not been close to the power. And this is very important, especially in Italy, because Italians do not think like the other Europeans. Okay, she has not experienced in the government, so she is unfit to lead. They think the opposite. They think she's not corrupted. Maybe she's the chosen one. As you see, in all these years after 1994, from the first time Berlusconi had power, Italians think that every election they have to choose a person who can save the country. So Giorgia Meloni is such an old politician, but at the same time is so new in the political perception. And given we have touched upon the topic of how the European press is covering the Italian elections, and you have said that there is a misunderstanding, 
happening. So let me ask you, if the right, or what we can define also far right in Italy at least, so Brothers of Italy, the party of Giorgia Meloni, if it takes power, if it leads a government, although you said you're skeptical about whether she will do that, or she will be able to do that, what would be the implications for the EU and more generally for European politics at large, in your opinion? It's going to be a small problem for the EU, but still a problem. Because if she will become the next prime minister in the European Council, Viktor Orban will have a very strong colleague. But this will only isolate Italy. As it happened during the first month of the premiership of Giuseppe Conte. Then, after one year, Giuseppe Conte changed the government with the Democratic Party, which is the most established one, and he learned how to cooperate with France and Germany. That's the only thing that you can do if you want to run something good in Europe. So what I think is that even if she wins, she will choose the wrong friends because maybe she will cooperate with Orban and Hungary or maybe with Austria and other uh, other countries but this will not change anything because France and Germany can go alone even without Italy of course with Italy something can go that's and smoother but the only problem will be for Italy because it's going to be a country isolated in the European Council and so in the European politics and this will create a very big problem for the Italian economy because of the recovery plan. Because she wants to rediscuss it, so Italy will get less money than the deal did by Giuseppe Conte. So just to sum up, a small problem for Europe a big problem of isolation for Italy. Let me ask you a final question. If we take a long-term perspective, what is your story about how Italy reached these elections? How would you describe this really peculiar decade, if you want? Let's say from the European debt crisis onwards. Usually all European countries or, or some European countries have an alternance of right and left government. In Italy, we have an alternance of establishment technical governments who have to clean up the mess made by populist uh, parties. Since 2011, when uh, the Silvio Berlusconi's government had to resign because of the public finances that were so so wrecked, and Mario Monti, a technical economist, had to hold the power. And since that moment, we had this alternance of very populist, or let's say popular, but not in a good way, politician who promised a lot for a very little percentage of the electorate, like, for example, Renzi with the middle class, Matteo Salvini for the people outside the big cities, five-star movement with the part less rich in Italy, and so on. We had all these politicians who promised dreams in unicorns and all things, all utopias that could not be done by a serious government or a serious or, or a country that knows that has a very large debt like Italy has. So to sum up these 10 years, I should say that Italy grew a perception of skepticism because the politicians could not resolve the problems. And we are waiting so much more than the past some savior because the problem becomes so big that no one can handle. What I can say is that, of course, a country like Italy should be led by a technician who just have to put all the finance in order, like Mario Draghi used to do. But of course the people should have to decide. Of course the people should decide a party, but we don't have the adults in the room. So we are, we are poorer than 10 years ago. 
We are more skeptic than 10 years ago. We are more cynical than 10 years ago. So now we are going to do the same game. We are going to elect a politician who are going to promise the moon. And after a few months, I would say 10 to 15 months, we are going to see again or Mario Draghi or something very similar with the same technical profile. Because this is our destiny. It's a destiny of a country who has a large debt and not serious politicians. Thank you, Andrea, for this analysis of the Italian situation, elections and recent history. Thank you for having me. You can follow Andrea Fioravanti at Florabant. That's F-L-O-R-A-B-A-N-T on Twitter. And this is it for this week's episode of Europe Talks Back. The producer of Europe Talks Back is Antoine Lereux. Sound design is by Jeremy Bouquet. Editing and mixing is by Jeremy Bouquet and Thomas Kosberg. Promotion and marketing by Katrin Skapadas. My name is Alexander Damiano Ricci. We'll be back next Thursday. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.